What's up, guys? What's going on? I'm Paul. This is Pauline Theology's Daily Devo with Trust in Jesus Ministries. And we're back, man. This is Genesis chapter 2, verse 18 through 20. If you haven't read it, go ahead and stop the tape. Check it out. See what it has to say. Come back and we'll discuss the four questions. If you have read it, let's waste no time. Let's waste no time. So what is the scripture saying? What is the writer of Genesis trying to convey? Well, he says this. He says that the Lord God said that it's not good for man to be alone, so I will make him a helper suitable for him. It says, then the Lord God formed from the ground all of the wild beasts of the field, all the birds of the sky. And it says, and he sent them to Adam to be named. And whatever name that he named them, he says, that was their name. All of the living beings. He says, uh, uh that Adam called was their name, the cattle, the birds, the wild beasts, everything. He says, but while he named them, that Adam didn't find a, a helper suitable for him. One, one thing I, I want to point out is the word for suitable. Um, this is, is uh, uh, this word for suitable is ka Negat o, and what makes this unique is that actually in the in the Hebrew language it means um, like before him, or as one that is before him, or opposite him, or in front of him, and so the idea that uh, this uh, this word ka negada ka ooh man I'm I'm tripping here guys, but it's ka neg Dao, cognidaho, is a uh, is a powerful word because it is trying to say the equality of the woman as to the man, that he didn't find anyone that was like him, someone that is the same uh, um, representation or the same uh, carries the same kind of dignity that he does. This is is something that. God said that he needed. And another thing is uh, I, I want to talk about is the word helper, azer. Um, the word helper for the woman is a strong word as well. It doesn't uh, talk. It shouldn't be understood as someone who is just a lower in status or uh, not as powerful as strong. But what it, it should understand is actually in many contexts outside of this verse here, it talks about the, uh, Yahweh. It talks about the spirit of God. And in that sense, or it talks about uh, God um, as a helper to Israel in particular. And so when it says this, it actually means one who helps because he is the stronger one. So in that context, it makes thinking about helper for the woman something different. But I think the idea of helper is to to go alongside with him to rule and have dominion over all the things of the earth. And God, man, he's he's a wise God, man. He's a wise God. There's there's uh, something about God, because what he does now after we've talked about the woman is let's talk about the creatures that God creates. He he. He creates all of the, the wild animals. He creates the domesticated animals and he creates the birds right in front of Adam so that they might be named. Now, there's two purposes in here. 
One purpose is to show that Adam has dominion and rule. That's what he's supposed to do. Chapter one, we saw it says that he's like, be fruitful, fill the earth and have dominion over everything. Well, this is one of the things that causes Adam to realize his uh, uh, sovereignty or not complete sovereignty, but more like his uh, um, his co-reigning in the fact or vice regent. That's the word I was looking for that uh, he has over the earth. As we talked about maybe in previous episodes, that naming something gives a says that you establish authority over something, that you are the uh, the manager or ruler over it. And so God uh, causing these animals to be created in front of Adam uh, has Adam named these animals, demonstrating to Adam that he has this rule and some sovereignty over the creatures of the earth. But then the second thing is not only that, but he's also showing them everything that's been created and how he is unique in all of creation. We talked a little bit earlier uh, in the last episode about how God intimately wove the man uh, to be from the dust of the ground. He breathed in him life and how powerful and wonderful and and majestic that is that he would do so for us. We are unique creations. And I think that God wanted Adam to notice this. It says there was no helper suitable for him. You see, God actually saw this and said, it's not it's not good that man would live alone. All the time he says, this is good, this is good, this is good, this is very good. God noticed or saw that it wasn't good for man to live alone. We're called to community. And so he creates a community and we'll get in that to later. But Adam didn't know that. Adam wasn't thinking, man, you know, I'm lonely. Or he wasn't thinking, there ain't nobody like me. But God created these or formed these creatures from the ground in front of him so that he would recognize and know that he is different and that there wasn't anybody that was like him. And then I think uh, the last thing that the writer of of, uh, of this scripture is saying or is trying to convey to his audiences, is not only all those things before, but also that, uh, oh, I'm sorry, not, not, not that he's trying to convey a certain idea, but I wanted to hit on a certain warrant. I'm sorry. I wanted to talk about a certain thing that might uh, cause uh, confusion in your mind because it says that God created all of these animals before Adam, that uh, he would name them. And in chapter one, the creation uh, cycle was animals and then Adam. While in chapter two, it seems like it might be Adam and then animals. Uh, but that's not the case. The case is that God just formed all of the creation that he had already created before Adam so that he might name them. Not that uh, they were created for the first time in his appearance or in the appearance of the animals before him to be named, but that he created what he had already created before in front of Adam so that he might see all of the creation that God had made and then give them names. So what is this saying about God? Well, it says he's all powerful if he can form and create animals in front of Adam, but that he would give, uh, uh this, this, this sovereignty, uh, uh, to Adam to rule and reign as a vice regent. Uh, that, that's, that's pretty awesome. But it also talks about his 
wisdom, his omnipotence, his all wise knowing, because he knows that Adam needs a, a partner, someone who is like him, someone who is his equal and his opposite in dignity. He says it's not right for man to live alone. Even in man didn't know it. Adam didn't know it. The man did not know. But God, in his omnipotence, knew that this was important for man to be like. What's to say about man is that we are responsible and we have authority over creation. That we are to rule and maintain and govern. And govern well as an image bearer of God. We continually speak about this idea of being in likeness and image. And one of the things about being an image bearer is the respect that we are, are kings and queens upon this earth to rule and reign as the Lord rules and reigns. And that means with love and care and generosity. And so as we have been called to name the animals, now we must protect the animals. We must keep the animals. We talked about that in, in the last episode where it talks about the uh, the man is is to work and, and to keep the garden. And that keeping is such a strong word because it can mean even guard, to keep even up to guarding its safety. That's man's responsibility. Also, we're made for community, man, that, that we're not to be alone, that we're to be together. And then... I think another thing is that our, our uniqueness as creations of God, that as humankind is unique amongst all creation. And that's a beautiful thing. Now, how can we apply these truths to our lives? Well, if you're not actively involved in a community, get involved. That's important, man, because like I said, actually, like the scripture says, and I'm just echoing, is that we are made for community. We are made for each other. And so let's get together and do things. And finally, let's just uh, uh, recognize our uniqueness and dignity as humans. And that's not just us, but I think we should, yes, ourselves recognize that, that God has created us wonderfully and with such care. But remember, it's not just about you, that we should be looking at others in the same way and treating others with the same dignity and care that God has has treated us and creating us in this way. Hey, I thank you guys for listening. Hey, man, we, we are uh, going through Genesis. We're almost out of the creation narrative. So let's continue to study and see how uh, woman was made. I'll see you in the next episode.